XOXO, Gossip Boys. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Gossip Boys podcast, Juncture Magazine's Gossip Girl recap podcast presented by the Run Amok podcast. As always, I'm your host, David Stahl, and alongside me for this wild ride recapping the greatest show ever made, we have Making the Magic Happen, Producer Gary. What is going on, my man? What up, what up? So as a lot of the people know, we took a little week off last week. It was Thanksgiving weekend, long weekend, a lot of people traveling to see family. A lot That of seemed people. appropriate. It seemed appropriate. And so we took that week off. But what that means is it's been about, because we decided to take a week off midway through last week. So a few days mm-hmm. before the weekend. And that had meant that I watched, I think, two episodes. And Six I was and planning seven, to do the, yeah. yeah, I watched six and seven. And so it's been a while. It has been a a long while since I've watched these. I mean, it feels like forever. But looking back on them, these five episodes are great because they actually kind of have a linear plot line to them. Like sometimes we'll jump and it'll be like, holy shit, what a different plot we were looking at from episode one of a season to episode five. It's like a completely new show at this point. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and even the episodes after uh, the kid, they continue this plot line, as I would know, because I <laughs> skipped episode 10 and watched episode 11. All right. I was maybe going to bring that up at uh, episode 10. I was going to feel at the episode, see if you're going to let the, the junk heads know. But Gary lets me know uh, right before we jump on that, and this is crazy to me. The, he absolutely or accidentally watched episode 11 instead of episode 10 so you here's why my girlfriend has watched this show over so many times so all the episodes Mm -hmm. you know how they have that red bar if you've watched them it's all played through it's all played through so i just hit like usually i just hit play and it'll it'll go where i left off last time (laughs) but i guess it just started at episode 11 and it made sense though because like i had already seen the storylines kind of you had most of the info yeah Yeah. but i was just missing some info yeah, as they were talking about the cotillion. And yeah. You're like, it's so weird of them to just skip this cotillion if they're going to bring it up this much. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like it would have been an important thing to, to visualize. And it was. It was pretty big. Yeah. Um, but we'll, of course, we will get into that. But let's start off with episode six, Enough About Eve. Um, All About Eve. That's a thing. Right? Right? I think Gary? so. All sounds about right. Eve. Okay, cool. Sounds like a yeah. thing. Yeah, cool. Okay. Now, we'll we'll give that to us. That's one one for one. Yeah. So far, okay, that's very liberal of us, but <laughs> thank you. All right, let's jump into a short wiki summary of the episode. Vanessa, hoping to finally win her difficult activist mother Gabriella's approval, desperately vies with Blair for the honor of delivering the freshman toast at NYU. Meanwhile, Dan invites Olivia to meet Rufus and Lily, which leads to all sorts of problems for the new couple. Elsewhere, Serena and Dan team up to help Carter win money at a poker table to free him from his arrangement with the Buckleys. But Nate, has a different plan in mind. Wow, this was, I actually really love this episode. Now I'm just yeah, kind of remembering them looking back. One. Yeah, the lot going on, and all the characters are, are involved equally almost. So pretty much, yeah. Let's jump in. Um, if you have any quotes of the episode, um, I got one from between Chuck and uh, Josh Ellis. Mm-hmm. You know the Josh, oh yes, the he's the um the guy that Chuck kisses and yeah, the yeah, NYU yeah. administrator. Yeah. I just love this scene where he's like, Josh is like, can I help you? And Chuck's like, oh, definitely. And we, I, I just like to think like we're going to get a side of like, maybe Chuck's been gay this whole time. Yeah. Okay. So I 
wrote down just uh, piggybacking off that chuck is um explaining to Blair that he's not mad uh he's mad that she lied to him not the fact that he kissed a girl or kissed a guy he yeah. says do you really think i've never kissed a guy before which is just i i love man i love that line because we get another layer to chuck bass he's been secretly kissing dudes willy-nilly yeah i love it like i feel like he's just i don't know maybe he's bi i feel like he's just so comfortable in his own skin like that that is the ultimate chuck bass that's season three chuck bass is uh, a guy who's willing to kiss other guys to help his girlfriend scheme that season three, is season chuck three bass. chuck bass is a, is, a, is a good dude He's a good and a different animal altogether different animal, in terms yeah. of coolness. Like he's leaps and bounds ahead of season one and two, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And now I have one from Blair as well. And I believe that, yeah, this is to Vanessa. Wow. Um, sometimes it's so like such a mission for me to guess where these quotes are from because I never write down the context. Yeah, I do that like, too. <laughs> at the end of the week, I'm like, fuck, I hope I remember who she was talking to. But this one's to Vanessa after she tricks her. Um, to to gain the speech she says see that's where you and i are different i would never put my fate in someone else's hands and that's why i always win and you always lose so good luck with your honesty which is just um it's emblematic of blair's whole approach to life you know what yeah. i mean like she thinks like if you're telling the truth to people if you're being honest to them if you're trying to um earn your way to a position you're a loser like you're you're mm-hmm. going about it all wrong life is not a meritocracy and i don't know it's kind of a, a pessimistic worldview but from someone like blair's perspective that's absolutely true like how many times in her life has she gotten ahead by just lying and scheming better than someone else every single time she's done something every, t- every, <laughs> every time. time and i love that i love how she's just unapologetic about it sure yeah. embrace the fact that you're kind of a sleazeball blair now did you have any other quotes or you want to jump right into our highlight moments from this episode? I'd say we jump in because there's some big moments in this episode. Well, I want to I want to jump in first. Yeah. And right from the tip of the episode, I feel like Blair is kind of Loki always having historical dreams. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I was going to say that. It's all they're yeah. always historical. Well, she's like yeah. super into history and she's always like saying, do you remember when she was writing the speech? And she's like basically laying out the speech for her minions to write for. Her. And I'm like Blair, you're so knowledgeable about history. Why don't you just, like if you could just make it up on the spot? And she's saying like, oh, the speech has to be coded in legacy and history, yeah, and heritage. And yeah, that's so true. She's really, really into nostalgia. She talks about how um, she always watches Breakfast at Tiffany's all the time. We talked about that. That is Blair watching Breakfast at Tiffany's every sunday like that's an insane move but she she loves nostalgia looking back and uh and so i i guess that manifests itself in her dreams every time i probably had five historical dreams in my life maybe i don't even know i think i just am dreaming in the present always yeah like all the time yeah i I honestly yeah i was trying to be liberal there i may not like straight (laughs) up i don't know if this makes me sound stupid i may have never gotten a historical dream once maybe one or two maybe one or two Maybe, but I mean, probably not as accurate as that. Definitely I'm don't definitely, remember them, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not wearing historically accurate clothing throughout. <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> like, not. Yeah, 400 IQ imagination. So I also got, this is from the Chunkheads, I got so much hate for liking Carter Bazin, dude. I, I, I expressed my he love sucks, for him. Dude. <laughs> no one was on board. Zero <laughs> people were on board. 
And again, I don't know if these are like spoilers looking forward. I don't know if he ends up being really shitty again, or if people just like are straight up disagree with me that he was not shitty in the last episodes. But well, he's gone again. So he is gone again. I assume he's definitely coming back. There's no way he, he has come to. Yeah, I feel like he will be in the show until the finale because every time I like saw him go in the first two seasons i was like okay he's gone for good he's gone for good he's gone for good and he just keeps weaseling his way back in yeah all so all junkets i'm sorry but honestly i'm not no i'm not even gonna apologize no i i love i love carter basin at this moment in time <laughs> we'll also, see how that is going forward how did you feel about um kind of learning more about uh vanessa as as a character we learn more about her family i like more that because she's always talking about her parents we she get is, to meet yeah. one of them don't don't know the dad yet yeah we, still, um, we don't mom, know the dad but her mom is a wild character yeah. she first of all her mom's voicemail starts with pay it forward hey you're <laughs> like okay let's chill i'm trying to leave you a voicemail i don't yeah. need a sermon at the moment yeah also man i don't it's just, she seems so exhausting to be around her mom oh yeah oh my god and i'm yeah. assuming her dad would be similar so i hope we get to meet him at some point i hope we do too yeah they seem yeah kind of not, not bad parents we've definitely seen worse parents in this show but uh i mean yeah i just so uh, toxic toxic in a way yeah how did you feel about vanessa's heel turn that was very unexpected when she ended up ended up trying to like she was lying to olivia she was lying to dan she mm -hmm. was kind of almost messing with their relationship she was doing photo she got caught red-handed doing some photoshop which is yeah, never it was a wild move by a good by place her part make. but i kind of liked it I kinda you liked it because i i didn't hate it either where i i like and we'll get to eric later where he kind of oh my god oh dude you so you actually missed it Eric, and you may have seen it in episode 11. Oh, I, I saw know. it. I so know he made it. Eric takes quite the heel turn in, yeah, in the Cotillion episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, I kind of think sometimes it adds an extra layer to these characters. Yeah, I like seeing them kind of out of their regular selves, you know? I know, I totally feel and Because it gets but, boring. Like, like Dan has been the same guy for yes, three seasons. Yeah. It's like, okay. I'm done. Time to throw a threesome. I do like where he is at right now, though. Like, I, I'm kind of enjoying I don't him. hate Dan. People don't hate him. I'm going to end up hating Dan. I don't hate him yet. People said after season one, he gets super shitty. Well, I mean, we're two seasons in. I mean, he, he sucks. had annoying moments. Yeah, he has he's his annoying moments. Yeah, for sure. But he's not like, oh my God, Dan is the worst dude in the world. Yeah. Um, maybe that speaks volumes about us. Maybe we're just all <laughs> the worst. Maybe we're just shitty people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how'd you feel about the <laughs> i don't know if this was as egregious to you as it was to me how'd you feel about the country accent at the poker game with uh, nate and serena that dude's country accent who had the country accent was the dude that they were playing um wait do you know the guy's name yeah pj what if, how have we met him before or do you just know that you have it written down no, I, they were like talking about like because yeah. Bree Bree had all his tells for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a super weird thing to pass along to your boyfriend. Like, hey, yeah. just in case you're playing poker with my family someday, here's all their tells. Oh, okay, thanks. Yeah. No, yeah, I think his dinner? name's PJ Buckley. 
Yeah, it. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I just n- never wrote it down. I did not expect us to have I that. I just wrote it down. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. but Yeah, man, his country accent was the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. It was almost as bad as the acting between those girls on the beach with Chuck at the beginning of season two. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was the worst acting. Well, do you know why I think it was bad as well? Is because I didn't even realize he was doing an accent until you just said it. So. Oh, really? Dude, it was like he was trying super hard because, you know, they're a Southern family. They're, they're Buckleys. Um, yeah. and, and so he was trying to pull it off so hard. But I think they honestly got someone from like Maine or Vermont. Like it was so colonial and then (laughs) he was trying to pull off like this west virginia drawl this southern drawl always it was horrible but um i'm glad i didn't realize it was happening i know yeah it was crazy but how'd you feel about nate's maneuver about just kind of setting up the whole the whole bong picture which was a hilarious photo Yeah, that was wild like trip just sitting in front like how is that how is no one wondering if that's fake just trip (laughs) sitting right in front of an enormous bong <laughs> enormous <laughs> red bong <laughs> yeah 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 and i think it just ends up being like a beer bottle or yeah nothing. no yeah. no they yeah i think they just photoshopped they photoshopped the bong in obviously and it was, yeah it's yeah. just like a, a, a drink on the picture. table yeah 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 Wait, but how would you feel about that turn from nate because i have maybe a bit of a hot take about it Oh, really? Okay. I didn't hate it. Like, obviously, I'm like, Nate, what the fuck are you doing? But, yeah. like, at the same time, he's in a bit of a weird spot. That's Man. Like... So, I kind of, and we'll notice this as the, as the episodes go on, I kind of like cutthroat, career-oriented Nate. Like, he has yeah. unlimited opportunities at his disposal. I kind of like the fact that he's like, okay, I'm not just going to be sulky Nate who's like, oh, I hate the upper class. I, I'd rather be homeless. And I don't know. I like the fact that he he's focused. He's driven. He's like, I'm going to get this campaign to the finish line no mm-hmm. matter what. And, uh, and I mean, I'm sure Serena owes him a few favors over the year. Yeah. Like, also, you dated Carter. Like, Carter's, a, as much as I love Carter, in their lives, he's a known sleazeball. Like, what yeah. does Nate owe Carter Basin? Especially Nothing. for the fact that, like, he's not wrongly accused. He owes these people... I don't know, maybe millions of dollars. I think it was, I think it was like 1.5 million. million or something. You think it was 1.5? Yeah, it was just at the very, very least hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, yeah. and, and so, I mean, I, yeah, maybe he shouldn't be slaving away on an oil rig, but at the same time, I think it's somewhat warranted. Maybe he should be. Do you have any other highlights that you want to jump into or you want to jump into our couple to watch? Um, Let's see. Oh, we get a, we get a, <laughs> A dumb Nate returns, I thought, but I guess it wasn't yes. really dumb Nate. Yes, okay. Because I, I we hadn't had seen it fully play it. out yet. Yeah. That he his plan in action, I guess. So I was like, yeah. oh, it's classic Nate, he's fucking up. But it, 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 he didn't end up actually being dumb. It was just. No, no. I initially actually had that written down. I ended up deleting it at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I went back and deleted it because. I apologize, Nate. No, I can't. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know you're listening to this, but well, I mean, he's always on the press, but the, he will have more dumb Nate moments. He will, he will for sure. Back. Yeah, I know yeah. it's coming back. And was there anything else you want to jump into? Um, just like Vanessa's relationship with her parents, it's just like I'm glad we got to meet them, but they have a pretty bad relationship as of right now. Yeah, it's so. it's surprising that she turned out so seemingly normal. And yeah, because yeah, she is a a more 
pressurized home environment than a lot of those kids like more than jenny humphrey jenny humphrey why are you so angsty you come from such a nice home can you just chill out look at vanessa she has yeah. constant pressure put upon her shoulders to be this to that to fit in this neat little box jenny you have all the freedom in the world and you just can't stop being shitty for three episodes that was my main takeaway from learning yeah. about vanessa's home yeah yeah i'm starting and, to hate jenny a little bit yeah oh we'll get to that into it. Now, <laughs> Who is your couple to watch from this episode? Uh, chair. It's got to be. It's got to be Buck. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, it's got to uh, be yeah. Buck because like they were at odds a little bit, you know. So shaky, and yeah. and you wonder if that trust is. And we're look by the end of these five episodes, there's there's a little bit more stability, but you're left wondering if they're ever going to be where they were at the start of this season again like the the mm-hmm. trust there is just gone um and and i think chuck's big takeaway is like look we're schemers i know that i love that about us those are our our defining traits but we don't scheme against each other yeah. that's not that's not part of a, a relationship mm-hmm. um and so yeah i i thought that that yeah without a doubt it's got to be it's got to be chair now whose stock rose and dropped the most to you uh blair dropped for for sure reasons. for yeah a million reasons and i had dan slash olivia arrive. oh i i had dan yeah yeah, yeah. just you know he's got just the, a good episode for him a great episode for him he's got the beautiful girl introduces uh her to the fam she seems to be getting along with them by the end of the episode yeah, yeah. yeah after all that shit went down but you know it ended well that's all that matters now you're ready to jump into how to succeed in bassness yes i am. i'll give this one to you gary what what does what is that referencing uh how to succeed in i have no idea business you know? oh business yeah. oh my god I, not I, that in? I gave you a little softball there you gave me the softball a little, a little underhand know. throw with a beach ball how to succeed in bassness well, look we go into this as a team though um because as, as a team we're two for two baby and if you're gonna ask <laughs> as me as a team we're two for two as a singular person <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're, hey lots of time to catch up i think i'm over two so in this episode, Chuck is preparing for his new club opening and enlists Serena's help, but Blair begins to feel left out. Jenny, the new queen at Constance, struggles between proving herself and her friendship with Eric, and Dan feels inferior after watching one of Olivia's movies. Meanwhile, Lily tries to respect Rufus's Halloween traditions. I mean, whatever. Like, why are you even putting that in the wiki summary? That plot line <laughs> couldn't have mattered less. We'll get in that. Oh, I mean, I'll just say it now. Lily and Rufus kind of not fixtures of these five episodes, though, eh? Like no, all. no, not really. They, Wait, you, <laughs> I watched ahead though, so there's some spicy stuff coming. Oh no, no. Okay, well, okay, that's all you'll say because they that's they don't say. make it into my predictions at all for next week. Like they were just not on my radar. Um, yeah. but you kind of called. You were like, "Hey, man, like they've gotten." You said last week or a couple weeks ago, like, "Hey, they're married." Um, it's going to be a little less centric on them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but again, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that serena's dad coming back into the mix plays a plays a role moving forward because we see Mm -hmm. that letter being open so i'm sure that plays a role but before we jump into any of that let's jump into our quotes of the episode uh oh man there are some great ones here i got a great Um, one from dan all right you you go ahead this is right after he watched the movie with nate (laughs) Mm -hmm. olivia calls him and he, he he answers the phone he's like coughing he's like oh god I got the flu. Can I call you in a couple days? <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is like, the, first of all, the worst excuse, worst, worst act job of all time. <laughs> and also, 
that's not an excuse to not talk to your girlfriend for <laughs> two full days. Yeah. Lou, you can't talk on the phone. You can't text her. You can't keep in touch. She can't come over and make you a bowl of soup. Like, yeah, sorry. I've got, I've got, I've got the flu as a grown man. I got to be completely off the grid for 48 hours. Yeah. I'll talk to you in three days. Like, what <laughs> yeah. are you talking about? I love that. Um, I had a great one from Dan after he watched the movie as well. And it's exchange between him and Nate. We've talked about it before, by the way. Say it again. I love this friendship so much. This mm-hmm. is probably my favorite like friendship on the on the show. Yeah. So <laughs> Dan says, look at the way she's looking at him. That's love. That's definitely love and lust and uh gratitude. Nate goes, dude, <laughs> it's an orgasm. <laughs> it's just like hilarious because i like to think in my mind that it's i don't know are we led to believe that dan's never seen that expression before i, I mean i, I think know. we kind of are i don't mm-hmm. I, yeah i don't want to point fingers i think that's where we're being led i think that's what the showrunners want us to believe um and that's and that, that was i would argue so that perfect. they kind of threw it in our face yeah 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 a little bit of tell don't show yeah classic writing tool right there yeah now i have oh man i have one from chuck and this is one Again, I think it's going to be very telling for later in the season. He goes, uh, I think Serena's like, you got to end this fight with uh, with Blair. And he goes, a fight requires time and energy. It's more of an ongoing detached distrust, which oh, does it? did that crush you a bit hearing that? A little bit. Because uh, I, I, is... I, I saw the turnaround. Like, I, I, felt, I felt they weren't done. You know what I mean? Look, I have been... Like when I've been seeing someone, I, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm I'm annoyed at them, or oh, I'm upset at them. That's because you. That's because you care. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's not until I go, ah, you know what? Whatever. Ah, well, it doesn't really matter. Oh, d- once you lose that interest, once you're detached, that's when it's just over. Like throw up yeah. your hands and and walk. Like that is such a clear sign of okay, something here is fundamentally not working. If He's kind of like again a detached, like kind of disinterested distrust. Again, they they end up fine at the end of these five episodes, but I just thought it was telling moving forward. Mm-hmm. And also, they, uh, okay, Dan just being a dork, he goes once in the fourth grade, I had to miss recess because I purposefully broke the rules of grammar. I think this is when they were playing a, a board game or something. <laughs> oh, okay, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Dan. Just yeah, this is when they were playing Scrabble for five hours. I'm pretty yeah, sure. yeah, for so long. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. When Jenny was sick, yeah. When, oh yeah, wait, yeah. Jenny actually was sick too. So yeah, I that know. was weird. I didn't really you put that together. Well, I put it together, but like it didn't say when she got sick. She was just sick out of nowhere, which right? I kind of appreciate. Like, hey, that happened. But do you think she was actually realism. sick, or this was just like part of the plot to get him not to watch oh, the um... Fallon interview? I don't know. I think the Fallon interview was was next episode. No, because that's why they're playing Scrabble. Really? To get no, Dan no, not. No. They're trying to isolate Dan. Well, maybe they're not playing Scrabble because the Fallon thing is for sure next episode. Okay, so I don't think they were playing Scrabble. No, no, no. Episode. But they're doing something, and he's like once in fourth grade. It's like, okay, Dan, stop being an asshole. Yeah. Dude, do you have any other quotes that you want to jump in um, before we do some highlights? Or you want to no. jump right into highlights? Let's do some highlights. All right. So... And I don't mean to. So we love we love both halves of Buck. Like I love I love Blair, but she's so recklessly childish in these few episodes. Um, and and like th- this comes when she like when Chuck is like, "Hey, 
I want to do this on my own. I want to make this club my own. I just, I, I don't want any help from anybody. And she reaches out to Jack Bass mm-hmm. for a fake liquor license. It's like, Blair, maybe it's not, look, maybe it's not a bad thing that she's childish. Like, look, she's 19. She's 18, maybe 18, 19 years old. Yeah. It's okay to be irresponsible and child and, and childish. Like I was incredibly immature at at 19 18 i'm still incredibly immature at 23 so i mean i'm not faulting her for that but it's just a widening contrast between them you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah i agree because chuck's not going to go to that low just to I, I guess blair's kind of in a hole though you know yeah and th- she's just reverting to her previous ways of just being childish and I, trying to I trying to get her way at, by no means like whatever means necessary means possible yeah yeah also so the, it's the, really showing of like blair still has a long way to go and chuck's kind yeah. of matured you know past that stage we'll see if he regresses back i hope not um from everything i've heard it seems like he this i don't see how he up. would but no at least not to his former self right like he may yeah. have bad moments but i think he's fundamentally a different person once yeah. he kind of like made it out of that hole of his dad's death yeah um also the endless nights trilogy j- just the most unapologetic ripoff ever which is which is <laughs> fine that's what they're going for but i guess that means that dan is dating Kristen stewart which yeah, um technically do you, who do you think would be a better match actual Kristen stewart or olivia with dan yeah i don't I think Kristen Stewart might be a good match for Dan. That's what I was saying. I think, yeah, I think she might be a better match than, than Olivia. She just seems yeah. a little more sullen, a little bit more angsty. I think it's yeah. right up Dan's alley, yeah. Also, uh, I feel like, um, I'm, I don't know, I'm happy that Vanessa's old bartender friend, Horace, making a big comeback into the series, eh? Yeah, that's, I that's mean, a wild comeback. That is a wild. I thought we'd never see him again in this episode. He's just giving sage advice in the background. Yeah. We don't yeah. see much of him after this, though, do we? No. Mm, I don't know. So. Maybe maybe he just keeps popping up. We don't see him at all. That'd be kind of a cool... I'd episodes. be down for that. That's a cool character. I feel like just that's what the show does, though. They just keep <laughs> popping up old actors. Especially yeah. when they have the money to, like, bring back those supporting actors and, like, they can afford to, like, get some recurring people. Because it definitely costs more to get recurring people rather than new actors every time. Yeah. For sure. Uh, also, Blair assuming Chuck is mad about kissing a guy is just so clearly off base. We talked about that last time, but she brings it up again this episode. Like, I don't know why you're mad. She brings it up a few times this episode. Like, oh, I don't know why you're mad about me or about me making you kiss a guy. And he's like, oh, like, what the fuck are you talking about? That was so clearly never the issue. Yeah, it's just a hilarious misread of the situation. Like eight different times, he keeps saying like that's not the issue. It's like, okay, yeah, but I think I think I do know though secretly. It is about kissing the guy, right? <laughs> uh, did you have any others in there? Um I don't know, just classic Serena causing a whole goddamn mess. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. But she somehow managed to fix it all. Like yeah. clean it up a little she, bit. She does. Now, did you how do you okay? I have this written down that Nate wearing a fedora to Chuck's opening is the only thing that can make him less handsome. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst hat choice. I, it was the worst hat choice I've ever seen in my life. It was the oh, it's an egregious 2010 fedora. Uh, it was simply the only thing that can move him from being less handsome. But man, you all oh, know what you missed though. You may have missed Nate being at 
his peak handsomeness. Really? In, at, at the, the cotillion, cotillion, dude? It was yeah. insane. He looked like a cotillion dollars. Honestly, he came in in that white tux um, and and legit. I, it wasn't even a part of the plot line, really. But all the girls in the room stopped and like gasped at him. And then Jeez. we just went along with the regular story again. <laughs> like we never returned to like his handsomeness. I guess they were just reaffirming, like, oh, just in case you forgot, Nate is. They were making up for the fedora. The They're like, we they fucked were, up. Yeah, we got a lot of flack on this. We got to just yeah reassert he is super hot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Now I have to pull out a line from our well, from your favorite couple in the show. When Rufus says he wants to do some adult trick or treating, mm, so gross. <laughs> what does Lily mean when she says she draws the line at door to door? I now, I, I don't d- know. I didn't know what that double entendre meant. She goes, "Yeah, we can do adult trick or treating, but I draw the line at going door to door." I don't know what that means. I now I want to guess what I think it means, but I don't want to say it on the podcast. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. But um, I think they went kind of like super out of pocket with that line. Maybe I'm misreading it. Uh, maybe we could have some of the junkheads read into what they think door to door means. Go on Urban Dictionary and and just type in what does it mean to go door to door. I think like there's a there's a couple ways you could read into that, but yeah, I don't <laughs> want to say it on the podcast. All right, cool. You got any other highlights? Uh, no, I think we can end it off on that. Okay, cool. And okay, I did write down though. I could not be more ready for this Jenny spiral, and I really don't even know. Oh, that's when she pours the yogurt on Eric and and yeah. uh, his ex boyfriend's head. Man. That yeah, steps. it was very clear that she is ready for another spiral, and 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 of course, like it's only a matter of time with Jenny. She just goes from like, oh, she's back, and she's always ready to just plummet to the depths of low stocks once again. Yeah, speaking of low stocks, I had you, Jen, Jenny falling. I I mean, of course, yeah, of course, I have Jenny falling. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. Oh, like could we think of anyone else maybe i don't think so no not from last episode because i i think i maybe considered blair but i mean she dropped last episode and this was probably a better one this was almost a redemption it for her it, it was yeah in a lot episode. of ways yeah so um, i had chuck and blair rising i had chuck rising yeah yeah and and you yeah exactly just as a unit you know and who did you go for for your couple to watch serena and patrick Without knowing anything yeah, after Patrick. this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Well, I mean, because it, it wasn't really, any... it wasn't really given us, given to us that it was strictly business. You know what I mean? No, for sure. Yeah, and and you know, he's a movie star. He's a handsome dude. You're like, oh, he could maybe be a part of the plot line for sure. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, no, I've had that before too. Um, where yeah, I've called in couples where I'm like, oh, they'll have a big impact on the plot too, maybe, <laughs> and then, they and then they're like gone. We legit never see them again. I guarantee I've done that. Where I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, I've done that with Dan and the teacher. I've given them couples a week, and then by the end of those five episodes, she's legit gone from the show forever. Like so clearly, yeah. we'll never come back. Yeah. Now. Here's one. I'm going to give this one to you again, Gary. And if you don't get this reference, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if we can keep doing this podcast. All right. Episode eight, The Grandfather Part Two. I don't think I can. I don't think I can figure this one out. I don't know. Wait, I can't. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. It's the Godfather part two. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm okay. fucking with you. Okay. I was like, dude, wh- well, I mean, what was the last one? I, uh, how to oh, yeah, how to in bassness. Bassness. yeah 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 
I mean, that's pretty obvious after you pointed it out to me. Yeah, but you already got one shot with the grandfather, right? We've already warned you, warmed ourselves up knowing that one. So just throwing a part two on there doesn't necessarily... But I mean, hey, three for three. As a team right now, we're batting a thousand. Well, they had an episode called The Grandfather, right, earlier on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 for sure. Makes sense. Um, Okay, so Olivia reveals something on Jimmy Fallon that she regrets and tries to keep Dan from finding out. Meanwhile, election day is nearing for Nate's cousin Trip, and the two suspect their grandfather will stop at nothing to win. Also, Blair and Serena are fighting. I love that they just tacked that on the end. Like, also, Blair and Serena are fighting, as they always fucking are. Yeah. And Blair befriends a new girl as a result. Now, what were your quotes of the episode? Because I, I have one silly one and one maybe insightful one maybe i just have one silly one from chuck it's right at the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. and it's when he's like intro like he's showing nate his a uh, new penthouse i guess it is yeah in the empire and he says interactive high def 3d gaming bro what like Every game is in 3D, pretty much. Like, is it 3D? Yeah, 2D gaming. Like, okay, welcome to 19. Yeah, what are you in the 80s? Like yeah, playing yeah. Pong on your TV? Atari. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I just thought that was crazy. super ridiculous. Yeah, that's awesome, man. A lot of Chuck's best lines come at the beginning of the episodes. I feel like they try to set the tone with a great episode with a Chuck one-liner sometimes. Yeah. No, always. Now I have one from Serena that I think this one is kind of a serious one. It kind of goes over quickly but she says she's talking to her pr boss and she says or no she's talking to blair about her pr job she goes my only value is my social network and which is just kind of like a one-off line but it it's kind of like i think emblematic of how serena sees herself like her only value is the fact that she attracts the paparazzi or the fact that she's a big name and a pretty face. And I, I think it just, I don't know, I kind of took it as a little bit of a low self-esteem moment mm-hmm. for, self, uh, for Serena. And I also, uh, I love the, the Blair quote where she's talking to Serena later that night at Chuck's event. She goes, he's bombed. He's drunker than Paula Abdul during Hollywood week, which is just a great, <laughs> boom. We haven't had a straight boom. shot, in, shot. A, in a few episodes. Boom, Paula Abdul the headshot yep gotcha just like that you're a drunk at work like that's a pretty severe headshot right there tough yeah. to come back from that one imagine waking up and a couple of your friends text you, oh you watched gossip girl last night yeah they called you an alcoholic <laughs> oh, okay well oh, sick they call skip next week now what were your highlights from this episode um well serena needs to quit this fucking job like this is the yes. most high stakes high stress job okay this is not worth it in any way that was my first highlight i'm like yeah weird that serena is having more fun doing this pr bullshit than at brown like how much more fun would you be having just being at college right now than doing this horrible job like yeah she's i haven't seen her happy in about six episodes i think yeah like what (laughs) why are you choosing to do this day in and day out she's trying to find her that much yeah i guess (laughs) Oh, again, I wrote down, I just love that Nate is willing to cut throats for the political cause. I don't know. I love that. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to ask you, I have this in my highlights. How do you feel about Trip as a character? I kind of like him. I like, like him, not too. As a, I like him as a character. I feel like I don't like him as a Oh yeah. A person, like in the sphere of things. I, I guess we'll see. I feel about him. Yeah. I mean, 
I feel like there's got to be some underlying like evilness there. Maybe, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, Olivia, there doesn't seem to be underlying evilness. Like, I think, he, I honestly think he might end up being like a sustained, long-standing character. Yeah, I, don't I, know. I think so too. But yeah, Olivia definitely had none. But you know, yeah. there's only so many characters that can have no underlying like storylines in the show. You know? Yeah, or like, I feel the like depth to their character. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought well at this point I had him written down that he was an underrated character because he just kind of popped in and out. Obviously, in the next couple episodes, he becomes pretty much a staple of of the show. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I like Trip enough, man. And of course, I mean, of course, Brandeis' name is what is that? Brand Brandeis or Brandies? I think it's Brandeis. Brandeis. It's Brandeis. Yeah. No, right? I had yeah. that written down. Literally, you're, you're just naming my Brandeis. highlights. Yeah, like, all yeah. in a row. Like we're just trading yeah. highlights right here. Also, I wonder if you have this written down. That fake fall was so unapologetically fake. Like, how much could they have possibly paid that guy? That's like, <laughs> zero dollars. Tell me that they that just guy's a asked him actor. to get in the water. And they're you like, couldn't, can you just like you couldn't pretend to fall just in case anyone was watching you. Well, and then he he not only does that, but he like just like lazily pushes himself in, and then he swims. He swims forward, <laughs> dude. If anyone, you're in the middle of New York, like right on the harbor. If anyone happens to be watching you, and then they see the biggest story on the news, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that was fucking fake. I saw it." Like yeah, I saw him swim out there. <laughs> what? Oh my god! It's like, come on, you can't go to like an improv group, find a real actor. Yeah, I love that. Or just um, push the guy in, like something. Yeah, yeah. Also, Dan, has he ever been a bigger dork than when he's racing around the apartment looking for the Scrabble dictionary, still wearing his I voted sticker hours later? <laughs> like, ultimate dorky Dan. Yeah. At, just at, at his peak, at his peak dorkiness. But then, now, obviously, that's part of the plot. And he finds, for, the, he finds the, uh, the interview. It is indeed. Now, yeah, this is where the Scrabble game was happening. This is how where... did you feel about the Jimmy Kimmel? Like, obviously, you feel good about it. It's fucking yeah. a great cameo. Do you think, my question, though, is do you think this is the biggest star that they've gotten so far? Arguably, yeah, they, they had like Gwen you. Stefani. That's pretty they had big. Gwen Stefani. I, that is huge. Like, especially during that time, that was huge for Gwen Stefani. They have Lady Gaga, too, which, I mean, is... Hillary Duff's a pretty big one, too. Hillary Duff is, is huge to have in, like, a sustained show. But it was just... It was almost surreal to me to see, like, Jimmy Fallon almost at the height of his powers. Like, he was about to get the Tonight Show there. Yeah, um, yeah that was... all, Or maybe he already had it. I can't remember. But, yeah, that was awesome. Love, love me some Jimmy Fallon. The fact that he was so into it, just ripping Dan apart. Like, he did a really good job of selling that that was a segment on the show it sounded just like just like it was yeah no yeah i agree with that i i enjoyed the the cameo also how how'd you feel about grandfather just getting shafted once again for being honest like i mean it's so classic because like everyone's so classic everyone it's like bullshit. wants him to be evil but he's like not you know no he's <laughs> not evil this is bullshit stop bullying your grandfather he's just trying to be a nice old man and help you win an election and to get you an internship at the mayor's office like hey 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 nathaniel take my ferrari and by the way i got you a, a job at the mayor's office 
fuck you, Grandpa. <laughs> just you so piece of shit. <laughs> How dare you? I told you I wanted to travel all summer. Well, I'd be happy to offer you the helicopter, and maybe you can meet a few of my friends. Grandpa, I should stop smothering me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I feel bad for Grandpa, definitely. Like, yeah, uh, and also I had written down, I mean, I'm not a genius. It was just so obvious. It was obviously Tripp's fiance. Like, so clearly, she's a scumbag. Um, yeah. Crazy that she, okay, I kind of missed this. I don't know if I was writing notes or, yeah, maybe just whenever I, she cheats on him, doesn't she? When? She ends up cheating. So, okay, I think this is maybe what you missed in episode 10. I, mm. We hear that his wife cheats on him. And then, well, Trip kind of, well, it's like implied that he cheats on her this episode. At the well, end, so he, wait, the, at the end of this episode, it's implied yeah, this that... episode. This is Would when he... he they they won the election, I think, mm-hmm. or no, maybe it was during the election, and then he goes downstairs to get away from everybody, and he meets Serena at the bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they don't cheat. They don't do anything. No, but I think it was implied that like something was gonna happen. Yeah, well, they end up kissing at the end of episode ten. Yeah, but that is after he learns that his wife has has cheated on him. Oh, so okay. it's like they're not divorced yet; they're technically still married. But it's so weird to me that like she's cheating when she's so invested in like being with a powerful man. It's like he just got elected. How are things? How have things gone sour that quickly? He's twenty six years old. Mm-hmm. And he's a congressman. Like, you're trying to jump off that ship? If I were, I'd hold on for dear life. Yeah. Now, I want to, how do you feel about this take here? I think, and this came from obviously when Blair and Serena are fighting once again over Brandeis and what Patrick and, and everything in between. I honestly think Blair and Serena might end the series as acquaintances. I think they might end as not very close friends. Like the this season, you're saying? No, the series. Oh, really? Yeah, I I just think that they're building us up for like them to really drift apart. Like I I could almost see, and th- this is another take. Like if it comes true, it'll seem so bullshitly. I'm looking at. I have no knowledge. I have no <laughs> knowledge of the show. I'm just when I get theorizing, I want to get specific with it. So I think we'll do a flash forward, maybe at the yeah. end of the series or something. Like oh, five years later, ten years later, whatever. And they're not really going to be in each other's lives. Oh, when, I can, yeah, I see a adult. flash forward for sure at the end. Like, yeah, and then they're not really around each other. Maybe they'll see each other once a year or something. But I, yeah, it's just that they're fundamentally different. This is a friendship where it's like, oh, we're best friends because we've known each other since kindergarten and we're in the same sphere and we've always been uh, attached to the hip just for uh the fact that we've lived near each other but that doesn't make a great sustainable friendship a lot of the time yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of kind of i don't know sad to see that also as if trip is a new york congressman at 26 years old it makes me legit feel like a doorknob i always compare like <laughs> oh i'm three years like i have three years to become a new york congressman or else my life is a failure that's what this episode made me feel like i didn't realize he was that young wow how insane is that it's almost irresponsible voting. Yeah, like, well, that's. I think they said that someone was like, uh, I think Vanessa when she was filming for the behind the scenes thing, mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, who are you voting for?" And this guy's like, "I don't really know. The, this other guy's kind of young, inexperienced, yeah, like, yeah, a little bit, kind yeah, of he's young. Kind of been like out of university for. Four Isn't years, the youngest so. senator of all time probably like thirty something? Yeah, like that's a, a ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean. 
that that's just a ridiculous age but i love it like it just shows i think they're trying really hard to show how powerful the family is the vanderbilts are yeah Yeah. now serena's five written down that serena's falls always seem very subtle like they never appear bad until all her mistakes are outlined for like rufus has done it before like Serena, you've just recently done this, this, you've lied about this, you've lied about this. And then Blair outlines her mistakes too. She's like, oh, you're out from Brown. You've hurt this person. You've lied to me. You've lied to this person. Like, you don't realize how much she's fucked up because, again, she has a very nice personality. I'm not trying to be a dick, but she's very pretty. So sometimes that makes you like, oh, I just want to root for her because, because she's super hot. And you forget, like, she's actually messed up a bunch of times. And you just said you haven't seen her happy and like, six episodes that's true like you don't realize how bad she's doing until it's pointed out to you yeah no i i haven't liked her for a while though to be fair like she's been fucking up real bad you have not liked her for a while i'm still clinging on somehow i don't know honestly i think i'm just a huge sucker i think i'm a huge sucker for like prettiness or a very strong authority like i think there are certain traits in people that just make me a huge sucker yeah you just like hot people I think they're attractive like people. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's a good person right there. Oh, Carter dresses really well. I mean, Carter's not that bad. I mean, <laughs> look how those chinos fit. How can yeah. you be a bad guy with a pair of chinos like that? No, I mean, it's fair. Your... It's fair, but it is fair. Though. I'm judging it is you a little it. bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> now, who was your couple to watch from this episode? Uh, Serena and Trip? Question mark? Question mark? Serena and Trip as well. Like this is very. I don't know. It's very clearly the answer to me like there is so much chemistry right off the bat yeah. now whose stock rose and dropped the most to you uh rose had trip just because he had trip too yeah that high 26 years old normally we don't put Elected like minor official. characters but i think but i don't both... think he's a minor character you know i agree i was just gonna say yeah i think we both see him as like being a sustained character he's come sure. back too many times too frequently for he has to be a minor yeah character. plus Absolutely. this whole plot is kind of driven around him around so, him precisely yeah um all right so who dropped to you serena but really it was lily because she had to play scrabble for five hours that yeah <laughs> great answer i almost put serena slash blair i went blair actually but yeah. uh you could go either one of them here it's just like the end of a not the end because we as we see in episode nine but not the end but it feels like um nearing the end of their friendship certainly mm-hmm. or at least yeah as a uh, end of the friendship as they know it now i feel like their end game though to be friends like i kind of right, just I, I, am I envisioning that, like, a happy ending but i don't know maybe it won't i could see like i i don't really i'm honestly on the fence about how this they're going to choose to end the show like i i don't know whether they're going to be conventional about it or whether they're going to twist like yeah i'm still thrown off completely how they just murdered bart bass with no regard for the plot whatsoever like that shows me like they don't give a fuck they will like they will flip it on its head immediately i don't know we'll see we'll see now gary if you get this reference i will legit be mind blown because i I don't don't, i'm looking at it right now no idea they shoot the humphreys don't they like what the fuck you talking about like was this i feel like this was almost written as a note in the episode like they shoot the Humphreys, don't they? Like we're shooting, we're supposed to be shooting the Humphreys scene in thirty minutes. That's right? a good title. And then, yeah, and then they were like, "Oh, wait, yeah, that's a great title. We'll just put that in." Or they just accidentally put. I don't know what yeah. the fuck it's referencing. I have no idea. So All we're right. uh, so, three for four. Three for four. Three for four. Which is not bad. Seventy-five percent. That's a passing grade. <laughs> yeah. 
Not satisfied with being queen of Constance Billiard, Jenny sets her sights on becoming queen of all the Upper East Side by landing the hottest escort. Like, okay, let's chill out, Jenny. You have a, a, a loose grip on your crown already. The hottest escort for the cotillion. Meanwhile, Nate and Chuck plot to help Serena and Blair repair their damaged friendship. Dan is upset when Olivia contemplates leaving school for a movie project. So he and Vanessa take her out on the town with a bucket list blair and eric plan to dethrone jenny at cotillion so they enlist a student at constance to take her down now what were your quotes of the episode gary i don't know i got something to tell you i didn't see this episode <laughs> wait so gary. i watched i'm pretty sure i watched 11 oh. or 12 wait you watch wait if you miss cotillion did you see lady gaga did you see no i did not you miss gaga holy yeah. okay so i'll run you through gary i'm gonna have to go back and watch okay i'm but... happy to do it. i'm happy to do it. i'll give yeah. you my quotes and uh, okay that's totally fine so mine comes from chuck and it's just um it's a sweet line but one that didn't age too well he goes a, a debutante ball without blair waldorf it's like the tour de france without lance armstrong well okay it didn't age great but i respect <laughs> yeah. the, the sweet sentiment at the time aged very poorly now, uh, and this is just a great one from Blair. She goes, this is not like your wedding day. Cotillion only happens once, Jenny, which is uh, just that's the world they live in where Cotillion that is, definitely is the world for a lifetime and the wedding day is until the next one. And then this is from a random side chick. I didn't even bother to grab her name. But this is when Nate Archibald looks his hottest. And she goes, Nate Archibald is epic <laughs> there's a distinct pause and she goes with epic which is dude if i walked in somewhere and some chick was like david stall looks epic i i mean i don't i i i would be the biggest douchebag of all time i was gonna say i'd handle it well i wouldn't handle it well whatsoever yeah um, i actually have a quote not seeing not have not having seen this episode wait, i do have wait a, a sec whoa wait what okay go ahead so i'm on this website it's called planet claire tv and they it just has a bunch of quotes from each episode okay and I, at the end i see a rufus quote that just says i still don't really get how these events work yeah uh, yeah <laughs> that, that is uh that's perfect rufus there too <laughs> that's awesome uh i think that's when so jenny ends up she has her um i won't recap everything for you gary but yeah, they yeah. obviously plot to so make sure that she loses her hot date to some other girl uh that mm. you know blair does a classic blair scheme and so jenny has to walk across the stage totally alone and yeah. then nate comes up last second and decides to walk with her so it's like holy shit jenny went from having the hottest date in high school to the hottest date in college yeah and, and a little so, yeah. a little callback to her and nate a little callback to her and nate's well yes yeah. i could see yeah dan's fist clenching a bit in the back yeah now so imagine oh yeah so basically <laughs> Uh, this is kind of tough. Some of them are tough when you don't know what I'm talking about. But this is for the listeners. All I'll say is get ready for some spicy episodes next week. Imagine going out of your way to ask a girl to be your date to the dance. And she responds with, already have one. Thanks. Because that is what. So basically the hot date asks Jenny. She goes, hey, I'd be happy to go with you. It's Graham. And Eric takes her phone and texts him back. Already have one. Thanks. And. <laughs> How crushing would that be to be like, hey, Jenny, that hurts go to the me. And dude, yeah. she didn't, or Eric didn't even give out the full thanks. It was THX. Oh, Oof, classic. Even worse. But I love that Eric is falling into the drama well overdue. 
man. Yeah, he's way too mature for like the first three seasons. Midway through the episode, also, man, you missed maybe one of the greatest disses um, of the show's history. Uh, Jenny goes, Blair, basically, your time is over, and so is that headband. And, dude, you could tell that Jenny's headband diss hit Blair harder than anything. When you come at Blair's headbands, you are coming at the crux of her whole character. That is her personality, is that headband. Yes. Also, it's nice to know that Chuck still knows how to be a delinquent. He and Nate have a Lost Boys weekend. I think maybe they do it for the senior guys at the high school. They like have that classic Lost Boys weekend that they yeah. always had in high school and they go crazy. They had strippers, they had uh, they were just a classic Chuck Bass party and I don't know. It was nice to know that Chuck has grown in a lot of ways, but he still knows how to get down. He still knows how to party. Yeah. Yeah, and- I I like to see that side. I want to see that side of him like you know, twice twice a season, you know? Exactly. In moderation. Moderation, yeah. the, the key to everything. Now, I also have written down, this is exactly why you don't make a 26-year-old a congressman. Simply too horny. And he is <laughs> simply too horny. You cannot serve your constituents properly when you're horned up all the time. Yeah. And no, that's not fact. at all. That's why all congressmen are old men. Yes. They're not, they have, yes. And that, they doesn't, have even, no that doesn't even, like, get rid of they're that problem. Like... We had Bill Clinton. No, no, Man, you're so right. Horny. We got horny old men making trouble yeah. all the time. Imagine Bill Clinton problem. was in office in his twenties. Oh my! It would have been a fucking. It would have been a fucking it, brothel, dude. Would have got nothing done. Nothing done yeah. all day. Yeah, yeah, just a brothel. Yes. <laughs> now, for the first time ever, and I wish you saw this scene. I could relate to a party on this show. Dan and Vanessa and Olivia were just at a classic college party, one mm. that we've been to a million times. People are drinking. People are, are, you know, it's just a classic college party. And it was the first time where I was like, oh, I've had that party. Yeah. Which, no, that, that first party, that first college party that Georgina threw at the, in the rooftop, I was like, yeah. I've never been to a rooftop party in my goddamn life. We will. We will someday, Gary. I've not yeah. been to, I've been to like rooftop bars but that I, yeah I, it's yeah it's a different vibe different though. vibe altogether well that's um, like what residence do you know has a rooftop like that doesn't exist well we gotta get yeah we gotta gotta get our podcast money up before yeah. we get a little rooftop patio for ourselves gary but in in we'll be doing live live pod parties from the top of a rooftop someday oh. we'll combine all our greatest passions yeah rooftops parties and podcasting all at once i'm looking forward to it now I I have written down that I I guess this doesn't mean anything to you, but I guess Eric banged Graham. It sounds like this hot guy that Jenny wanted to take to a dance. I feel yeah. like Eric's gone to, around a bit, or at least they've definitely smooched. It sounds like they definitely definitely got their smooch on. Yeah, Eric is uh, kind of a, a baller slash shot caller. In the I like to see, I like to see this from Eric. I like to see same. This. Yeah, show us some of those layers. Yeah, exactly. Now. I did not say out of all the things that we've predicted on the show, I think we've done for, oh, for first time viewers. I think we've done exceptionally well at predicting some stuff, particularly for such an unpredictable show. Would yeah. you agree? I think so. You've had some really good ones for sure. What I will say is I did not see a threesome between Dan, Olivia, and Vanessa coming. The show got me again. They got me there. I did yeah, that not was see that. Wild. Dude. As soon as we saw on the sheet, like, oh, show me the last item, show me the last item, and it's a threesome, and then Olivia's like, oh, ha, 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 like, has this look on her, I was like, 
there's no way we're going down this road. Like, <laughs> get out of here. And they nail I love the storyline surrounding it, too. Also, I think that's threesome number three or four. Or the counter's getting up there. The threesome count? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Is it almost a Chuck Bass exclusive threesome count? Or can we, is it, well, it was the show at large? It was, it certainly now. was. I think we're at four. Yeah. Four confirmed. Yeah. Now, uh, Trip insisting that Serena should, because Serena tries to quit the job with Trip because she's like, oh, this is a really dangerous situation. Yeah. Uh, me flirting with a married man who's a congressman. Like, I'm going to fuck up his life. Now, he goes, Serena, don't throw this job away. You deserve it so much. Does she? Because no. it seemed like she just what? kind of walked in. She didn't in even do anything job. to get the job. Yeah. Yeah. It like, seemed like she kind of quit a PR position about a week and a half in after dating one of the clients with no college experience and no experience other than being in yeah, tabloids. She didn't even hand Is in her two weeks really notice. Deserving of a job with the government? No. She quit her last yeah. job through a drunk guy's handkerchief. No, she did. She not. Sorry, repeat yourself. The didn't she write on a uh, Patrick's handkerchief? Yeah. I quit. Oh, yeah. yes. She said, "Tell so and so I quit. Yeah. Uh, you're a bad employee. You don't deserve this. You should yeah. quit. Yes, you should just quit because you probably don't even give a shit about politics, anyways." Also, um. It's amazing to me how oblivious Rufus and Lily are to everything going on in their house. They they probably have no idea where Serena's working right now. I would guarantee it yeah. if you ask them. They'd be like, oh, I don't know, she's doing some PR stuff. Like, nope, that was two days ago. Completely new path now. They have no idea that Jenny is a huge villain. They have no idea that Eric and Jenny hate each other. Um, they probably don't know what the hell is it. They don't know that Dan's having a threesome. Oh, I, I hope not. Uh, they, they just have no idea what their house is getting up to. It's like, wild oh. to me that Dan having a threesome is like the least wild thing that's going on in that. That, that was household. honestly like the fourth thing I brought up in that household. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Dan yeah. is the good child in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for my couple to watch, I actually went with Dan and Vanessa because to me, as soon as that threesome happened, like they said a million times this episode, your third person is supposed to be a stranger. Yeah. Makes a lot of very complicated situations. Now, I, I'm, <laughs> I don't mean to try to sound like I'm speaking from experience. Trust me, I'm not. But <laughs> I, it's just naturally, I think when you're, when you, take on uh, an adventure like that with two people you really care about the one you're in a relationship with you can start the clock on the expiry date on that relationship like that is yeah. that is on its way out so i i had but dan and vanessa just because i'm a little intrigued i've said they have chemistry for years i've said that they are going to date and i still lock that in they i think it's to. gonna happen it's, it's it's inevitable so i think i think it might happen soon but we'll see yeah, my now, couple first... to watch was oh, yeah. nobody. Okay, okay fucking cool. Awesome. I thought you had one. I was like, oh, sorry, Gary. <laughs> now, for Rose, Dan, obviously, literally and figuratively, yeah. uh, dropped. I had Eric's just because his scheme doesn't work out and he's getting into the drama. In terms of my interest in the show, that's awesome for him. In terms of his well-being on the show, it's definitely going down. He also gets dumped, which also sucks. But yeah, all right. The last days of Disco Stick. 
which obviously referenced to Lady Gaga's Yeah, that's song, what I'm, I was thinking. But I don't know. The Last Days of... Oh, well, there's probably something called The Last Days of Disco. I, I don't know. Does that count? We'll give me three and a half on that. I'm sure that's the <laughs> reference, but I don't know what that is. Now, hoping to impress the elitist theater kids at NYU, Blair sets her sights on landing a private concert with the hottest musical performer of the year, Lady Gaga. Dan and Olivia sign up to write and star in the school play based on an idea by Blair and directed by Vanessa, which leads to more quarreling between all involved. Serena turns to Nate to help her get through a difficult situation when she begins falling for his cousin Trip, despite the fact that he is married. Jenny agrees to hang out with Damien, the son of an ambassador who is staying at Chuck's hotel, but the experience proves to be a lot more intriguing than she expected. Now, I, at the beginning of the episode, just to give you some context, Gary, they are, I think Jenny is looking for maybe a guy to see, a guy to date. And um, Lily goes, how about this guy? And Jenny goes, he gave half my class gonorrhea of the throat. <laughs> and Rufus responds at the end of the scene, what the heck is gonorrhea of the throat? Which is like, <laughs> what? Rufus, do you not know what gonorrhea is? Also, the second half is pretty self-explanatory. I think it's, it's not implying like... that Rufus has a small uh, package. Oh, oh, like yeah, that it makes no sense. Like, hey, I've heard. How of do you get all the way down there? I've heard of gonorrhea of the gums, but no, that's pretty much as extreme. <laughs> that's as, it as gets, far right? as I get. <laughs> yeah. Well, what a crazy like. I hate to disagree with you, Gary. I don't think that's what they were implying, but <laughs> I wish I wish they were. I wish okay. it was. Let's sprinkle in here that Rufus has a small peen in the grossest way possible, in the most explicit way I kind of hope they make some more sh- shots at <laughs> Rufus's, Rufus's dick. dick size. Sure. I guess I hope so, too. Yeah. Now, later, when Jenny's with Damien, he's from belgian and so she goes oh belgian waffles because she's a dumbass and that was the only <laughs> tie that she could i don't yeah. know bring up and she goes my family's really into waffles which i just love because they are weirdly into waffles this family's they kind, that's kind of like live off waffles the only thing holding them together as a family unit is the shared love of waffles and thanksgiving and man okay so i wrote down in my highlights that this damien guy do you do you see him in episode 11 and 12 gary nope no okay i thought yeah i we don't maybe think wouldn't. so maybe no maybe. um yeah i don't know maybe you just see me he's not even named but so i was saying like he is oh wow he's the european chuck because i don't know he's doing an ecstasy deal while on a date with jetty he's a partier he's son of a rich ambassador like he seems like a chuck but then he she's kind of trying to like take advantage of jenny he's trying to slip her some ecstasy he's being a sketchball in this club with her and then mm-hmm. chuck appears out of nowhere and he says like hey let her go man let her go and he goes why should i let her go basically and he goes or he goes dude he says something like dude get out of here and chuck goes dude i'm chuck bass even europeans must know what that means <laughs> and just dot like a hey, man yeah you should go and watch just for that scene because it was one of the biggest like alpha male moves we've seen from Chuck where you realize like, yeah, he is the king of the world, not just the king of like Jenny wants to be the queen of Constance, the queen of the Upper East Side. Chuck yeah. is not worried about that. Chuck is the king of the world and yeah. he's just ready to shut down anyone. Son of an ambassador, 
um, who's trying to, I guess, like, going to be a big part of, like, his hotel clientele. He's like, I don't give a fuck. You are messing with Jenny? Get the fuck out of here. I Man, Chuck, that was just one of my favorite scenes of his ever. Yeah. I No, and I love that, too, because obviously from season one, him and Jenny, even all the way up to pretty much thing, season yeah. three, him and yeah. Jenny were, like, at odds just because of the shit he did. Yeah, like, it justifiably for Jenny, and like it's very it. similar to the stuff that Damien was doing. Like it was like a purposeful full circle sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, "Yo, fuck you." Yeah, that's uh, my quote unquote little sister. You know, like yeah, I wish he was gonna pull that out. I thought he was gonna say little sister or like something yeah. like he didn't. I wish he's he not did. there uh, yet. He's not, he's not there. there yet. No, it would have been unjustified. That's so yeah. true. Uh, also, you uh, this is a great little tidbit. We find out that Blair is um, becoming friends with Harvey Weinstein's daughter. Hmm, okay. Similar to the Lance Armstrong reference. Didn't age Didn't, well. didn't age great. No, no. I, Harvey Weinstein, definitely a worse reference than Lance Armstrong. But um, yeah, yeah, I just love that. Some of the, Sometimes the show just ages, it's, ages itself perfectly. Um, yeah. But Dan, Vanessa, and Olivia, honestly... They weren't even as awkward to, uh, awkward as advertised initially after the threesome. They like the plot obviously thickens. They end up lying to each other. They end up getting jealous. They end up I don't know. Like a lot of different emotions are involved. But at first, they are all kind of chilling, like way better than I would be. Like I would be a lot weirder than Dan was, which is yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit because Dan is just generally a weird guy. But somehow he handled this pretty well i feel like yeah oh yeah why don't you just tell us how you did feel because it clearly has happened to you multiple times you know yeah yeah Yeah. i know right also this is to go yeah 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 yeah, you're a man of experience yeah exactly yes no i have done it many many times you've experienced it all i know how to yeah exactly kind of wade through those waters more more than most now, Pretty much every situation in the show you've you've experienced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have slipped girls multiple. We've had a few drunk heads reach out saying, like, oh, why are you bashing Chuck for like um so no, I'm not even gonna make that joke. No, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's a safe joke to make because it's so egregious. Well, okay, let's not draw that line. Now, a Dan or uh Serena, you made the reference earlier that she is very reckless. So you're not a fan of her, correct? Yeah. Now, I have that written down this episode that she is being incredibly reckless and she is expecting Nate to just give her his blessing in breaking up his family. Like Trip is still married, regardless of what his wife did, right? Yeah. And she's like, Nate, why don't you just support me in in liking Trip? And he's like, What the f- like what <laughs> are you talking? What are you talking about? <laughs> of course I'm not. Like, I want my like he he cares about Trip's career success very much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very so, much. He took the bullet for uh, yes, his wife. So stop doing reckless stuff, Serena. Just stop messing up people's lives. You messed up Chuck's. Like, oh man, when Chuck calls her a train wreck in our last episode, yeah, oof, that hit heavy. But I mean, stop messing up business deals. Stop lying to people, making scenes. There, it's oh man, yeah, and like. She's hot, to I know, but it's it's tough to it's tough to cheer for her sometimes. Oh my gosh! Also, Jenny is legitimately six four. She's so tall, man. She is really tall. It's, it's getting harder and harder to picture as a high schooler. Mm-hmm. 
because she's just so absurdly tall and they're gonna have to like draft her into the wnba next season yeah 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 it's crazy she's walking next to damien and he looks like a short king too but i mean particularly next to eric who's pretty um i mean who's a pretty short Short guy in himself yeah also, uh, the clip of Vanessa, man, during the threesome, they show a little clip of Vanessa literally hits Olivia with like a German suplex uh, in order to like get to Dan. It was um, a very, I don't know, and uh, a, a spicy scene. Yeah, so you kind of see Vanessa, even though she says she's not into him, a little bit of uh, passion towards Dan that mm-hmm. that you may not expect. Now. I need a full rap album from Dan's Cabaret. It was fully the whitest thing I've ever seen. It was four white people rapping a cabaret. And what was the rap about? I think the rap was about like Snow White. Like you couldn't have had a more Caucasian thing happen ever. Dan was rocking the fedora once again. Fedora, vest, and a white t-shirt. Classic look. It was one of the most egregious outfits we've had had in the show yet. Mm -hmm. Now... I, this is my question. Yeah, so bigger pull, Lady Gaga or Jimmy Fallon? I think at this time, probably Lady Gaga. Gaga is just like, uh, just huge. Maybe today it would be Today it would be Fallon, I think. You think so? Yeah. Lady Gaga is still massive. Though. I think it's closer today it's for closer. sure. But I, yeah, I think it would have had to be Gaga back then. I think yeah. it would have had to be. Yeah. All right. 2008 well, was like prime Gaga. My couple to watch is not, I didn't want to go Serena and Trip because we already picked them, but I think it's Nate and Serena because Nate very clearly this episode, uh, they're at the bar together. You should look up this scene because I feel like it's going to be. Oh, I'm going to rewatch for, both for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Because they're definitely worth. I'll just um, put them in place of the ones I watched this week. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, you're going to be so out of like out of sorts next week like you're you're out of the order of everything like you're gonna go episode 9 episode 10 episode 13 14 15 <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird but uh you'll be fine but i want nate and serena nate very clearly has feelings for serena right now very very clearly now for whose stock dro- rose and dropped the most for risen i actually had players um mm-hmm. just because she gets to she produces this cabaret it's an award-winning cabaret now she's accepted into this theater group of these elite students so it was a good episode for her dropped i had dance just because him and olivia it seems like they are over 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 and then vanessa says like hey don't worry guys i don't like dan i'm into this random guy from the cabaret so he's kind of left he goes from two girls to no girls very quickly Mm -hmm. now for our weekly encapsulation i'll let you jump back in here gary what were your best or worst storylines from this week um i don't again it's hard to pick a bad objectively bad storyline it is but like just non-essential storylines i'd say like lily rufus kind of just obviously i I had the lack of lily and rufus written down in my work yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. they're just not really part of it yeah I also had Serena's PR experience. Like, I don't know. I guess that kind of helps show, like, oh, she's lost. That's the she thing, though. You doing. don't like it, but it's, like, not a bad. It's just, like, mm. what are you doing, Serena? It's right? not. No, it's more like, yeah, exactly. It's what are you doing, Serena? But it, it adds to the plot in terms of, like, it shows, like, she is lost. She probably made a mistake not going to Brown, or she at least made a mistake getting into this world because it just feeds her vanity even more. Yeah. For my best ones, I had Tripp's introduction. I thought he had a great intro. Uh, Chuck's business ventures are super interesting. It's just a different dynamic than the people in college right now. 
Uh, the Jimmy Fallon cameo, I loved. The threesome mm-hmm. was a great twist. Uh, Nate and Serena, I like that dynamic. And Eric's fall is very, very interesting. So a bunch of very interesting things. Best storyline that hasn't come to fruition yet is that little moment we get. Uh, it's at the end of maybe nine or ten. I think maybe nine. Um, we get that letter from that Lily gets from um, Serena's and Eric's father. So I'm interested to see that. We know he's a doctor, Dr. Vanderwoodson. So Mm -hmm. very, very interesting. Villain of the week, who would you give that to? Tough. Probably uh, Tripp's wife, I think. Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's definitely fair. You know who I went with? Who'd you go with? I went with Jenny, dude. I think she's she's back. She's back. Oh, I guess she has completely just gone off the rails at this point. She, yeah. she's, yeah, she's done it. So she actually doesn't know that Eric was trying to screw with her, the cotillion. She thought that it was just Blair who like ruined her date, had her yeah. going up there alone, and and her and Blair eventually made peace too. Like she kind of because again, both of them understand the the importance of being queen, and Blair is not vying for it anymore. So they they're fine, but she has no idea that Eric was trying to screw her. So she's cool with Eric. Yeah. But Eric is now wanting to take her down. So it's an interesting dynamic. But, yeah, she was a villain. I wonder if that random other chick from Constance is going to make a difference. I'm sure she'll be back. But I What mean, was her name again? Uh, I'm not worth knowing. I don't know. I don't Katrina. Know. I honestly just totally made that up. It might be like <laughs> Becky. I have no idea. I think it starts with a K. But I think she'll be back. But she's not a, a major schemer. Like, Jenny is a master schemer at this point. Yeah. Eric has scheming running through his veins um blair chuck like she's not on the level of the scheming that we have seen so far mm-hmm. now my production i'm not gonna i don't know if i can let you do predictions i can't yeah. i literally no, can't you know just enough to the lead you to uh, another hint yeah but yeah. i'm gonna say within the next five i guess i'm gonna say that dan and vanessa begin to get together we start to explore that we mm-hmm. say goodbye to Olivia forever. I don't think we see her ever again. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you think once Olivia leaves, like she's just gone? Yeah, so it's making me sound like we do um, see her in episode 11 and 12 because we didn't really get a good goodbye to her in episode um, 10. So I'm sure we see her again. But I think by episode 15, we will have said goodbye to her forever. Guaranteed. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, Jenny reaches a potential new low, which is tough because she's been – like homeless before like she's had some lows <laughs> she has had some lows but i think she almost reaches a new low i've said this for forever a drug problem is coming with jenny and i think mm-hmm. that may be coming now yeah. um and i think serena becomes a part of a political scandal i think her kissing trip gets leaked um at some point and that becomes a huge storyline so mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is uh, that's what's going to happen next week. I can't wait to jump in. These were really, really fun five episodes. I can't wait for you, for you to finish them off. That's I can't wait that for these next five. For sure. I can see that happening. Now, yeah, get ready next week. We, we, we will be back on Saturday, October 24th. Yes, nailed it. Yeah. For episodes 11 through 15 of Gossip Girl. Now, thank you guys so much for listening to Gossip Boys. Be sure to give us that five-star rating on iTunes if you have not already. We really, 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 really appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for listening, and peace. Peace.